All the way in the end of Parshas Lachlacha, HaKadosh Baruch Hu changes the name of both Avram and Sarah. Avram is changed to, from Avram to Avraham, and Sarah is changed from Sarai to Sarah. And Hashem doesn't only ch- change their name, Hashem decrees that they should no longer be called by the old name. Should not call their name anymore Sarah or Sarai. There's an opinion in the Gemara that's even an Avera to do so, to use that name. Um, and that's both of them have in common. But what's funny is that the similarity between their name changes ends there. By Avram's name, Hashem actually gives a reason why he's changing Avram's name. It says, Your name will be Avram because I have made you the father of multitudes of nations. And Rashi explains it's kind of an acronym. Av and Ham is Av Gaim. It's the father of multitudes of nations. So Hashem changes Avram's name and gives a reason for it. But Hashem changes Sarah's name and doesn't give any reason for it. It just says, Let's take my Sarah. I came Sarah Yishma. just calls her Sarah. doesn't say why. Now Rashi brings the Gemara Brachas. It says that originally she was Sarai. Uh, she was the master of herself. And now Sarah, that's a, 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 a non-personal form. So she's the master of, of all. It's not possessive anymore. But this doesn't answer why the Pasuk doesn't give an explanation. And what's more, Avram's name directly indicates his being the patron of all nations, right? That's Av Gaim. That's what the addition means. Whereas Sarah's name, all we did is we removed the possessive nature of it. So being that we removed that. So in context, now it kind of means she's the, she's the master of all. She's the matron of all nations. But it's very, uh, very much like... Um, not not obvious. It's not it's not inherent in the addition to her name that that's what it means. Whereas Avram, the name was added so too that she should he should become the Av Hamayin Gaim. So this is interesting. What what is a very puzzling difference. And furthermore, the extra letter Hey, which was added to Avram, is given a lot of significance in Midrashim. Uh, it symbolized the perfection he reached through Brismila, the numerical equivalent of his name with the extra five value uh, equals 248, which represents the perfection of all parts of the body. But Sarai's Hey, that was added, changed, you know, this Yud was changed to a Hey, uh, isn't given any explanation or rationale. And in addition, Avram, according to Rashi, was promised in the beginning of the parasha of Agad your name will become great, means you'll become Avraham. Sarai, Sarah, was not given any such promise. And in truth, her name wasn't made greater. Avram became from a four-letter name to a five-letter name. Sarai stayed the same. Three letters, Yod, Hey, it stayed the same. Why? What is this difference? What's the meaning of this? So there's a medrash that makes this a little harder to understand, but at the same time is actually the beginning of the explanation. The Medrash says, Yushalmi, it's also a Medrash, in the ninth paragraph of Sanhedrin, it says, Rav Huna b'shem Rav Acha, Rav Huna said in the name of Rav Acha, Yud shenat la Kaddish Baruch Hu me'imenu Sarah, the Yud that a Kaddish Baruch Hu took from Sarah's name, he divided it in half, he made it into two Hays. One Hay left was Sarah, so she became from Sarai to Sarah, and the other Hay was taken and given to Avram, and it became Avraham. Right, so they took the Yud, divided it in half, Sarah was left with Hay, and Avram got the extra hay. So, if so, it turns out that not only was Sarah's name not made greater, it was diminished. Right? Hashem took away from her, at least numerically speaking, uh, and made it from Sarai into Sarah, made it from a yud to a hay, and then took that hay and gave it to Avram. So Avram's name became greater uh, by taking from Sarah's name. Right? It's at the expense of Sarah that Avram became greater. But, uh, we have a rule that the words of Torah, they seem to be lacking in one place, but in other places they explain it more, and this is the case here as well. The Chazal and Medrash expound upon this point. 
And the Medrash says in this week's parasha, it says, The Pasuk says, a Pasuk we're very familiar with, right? The a woman of valor, is a Teres Baila. She's the crown of her husband. Her husband, in this case, Avram Avinu, was uh, crowned through Sarah. But she was not crowned through her husband. And Rabbanan Amri Martel she was actually... She was the ruler over her husband, because typically uh, Geyser, the person, the man is get, makes the calls, the decrees in the house. But over here, Hashem told Avram, "Whatever Sarah tells you, you have to listen to her." So the the Medrash here, and then goes on to say that the hay of Sarah was uh, the yud of Sarah was split, and hay was given to Avram, and hay was kept by Sarah. So the Medrash seems to be indicating that Sarah actually was in the dominant position over here, and that's what's being that that's the remez, that's the symbolism that half of her letter was taken and given to Avram. Uh, it's because it's her force, her power that is somehow giving the kayak to Avram. She was the Marta Bebesa. She was the, the matron of the house. She was the leader. She was the power in the house. Now, this medrash, in reality, is discussing very deep Kabbalistic concepts. The Ramchal has a big arichas, and it, it, it refers to very holy things, which obviously we don't understand. But there are parts of it that we could understand as well. The Shem Shmuel and others farm explain it, and it really... Uh, it, it, it's, it's deep, but it's also very simple at the same time. It, it, it's a beautiful understanding of the relationship of Ram and Sarah, and also the relationship between a Jewish man and a Jewish woman. He says, the Shem Shmuel, that the Avram Avinu represented the mind of Klai Yisrael. He remember, represented the Chachma of Klai Yisrael, the wisdom. Um, the Zaira expounds upon the great wisdom of Avram Avinu and how all the nations sought out Avram Avinu to hear and benefit from his Chachma, from his wisdom. And from Avram Avinu, all of Klai Yisrael, all of us, we were Zaycha to have Chachma, the power of the mind, right? That were, there were people of the book, which is in essence means our ability to learn and understand and to teach Torah. It all comes from Avram Avinu's foundation of, of teaching, of learning, and of expounding on a, on a Kaddish Baruch Hu's existence, which essentially is the Torah. But from Sarah, however, according to the Zayar, Klal Yisrael were Zaycha to the body of a Jew, and in essence, he explains, it means the heart of a Jew. And the, the mind is powerful and can learn Tyra and can teach Tyra and can expound to the nations of the world the truth of Hashem, which is what Avram represented. But however, the heart ultimately is what rules over the body. And whatever the heart desires is what the body is going to do. And Sarah established mitzvahs. That's what the, the Shemeshmul explains. Avram Avinu established Tyra. He, he created in Klai Yisrael that ability to understand, to learn Tyra, the mind of Klai Yisrael. Sari Menu created the heart of Klai Yisrael, the passion, the desire to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu using our body. And the, she did that through, the, gave, through doing that, gave us the ability to perform mitzvahs. And that's the power that every Jew has to overcome the natural inclination and desire to be physical and instead devote our effort to doing for others and to serving Hashem. And another Sefer explains also beautifully that the Torah by nature, Torah, the, the learning Torah demands that it be publicized. If you know Torah, you have to teach it. You can't learn alone. You have to learn with Chavrusa. You have to teach Talmidim. It has to be done out in the open. It has to be taught. It has to be disseminated. But mitzvahs, on the contrary, 
are ideally done all mitzvahs are, are meant the best way to do a mitzvah is in, in quietly, in purity with, with the full holiness uh, with, 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 with the panemius that, that a mitzvah requires so mitzvahs by definition are done uh, in, with, with that level of panemius with that level of, of uh, tznius now all of Abraham's tests as Shemesh Shmuel explains were testing his power of logic uh, the greatest of which was the Akedah, which went across uh, against everything he understood and ever taught. And his test was to abandon his power of Seichel and trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What was Sarah's tests? So the Zaira says, he quotes, Sarah's test was in Mitzrayim, she stood up to Paray and refused to give in to him and to give in to his desires which were physical in nature. Now he says that might, I think, seem like a big deal. He says, hundreds and thousands of Jewish women have stood that test and they've given up their lives rather than, 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 than given to the sin of, uh, of such a physical nature. He says, our sorry Menu created that. That's what Sari Manu created. She overcame every, every possible physical desire that there can be. She made a holy Jewish body. She made a holy Jewish heart that could do that, that has the ability to have such strength and such power to overcome everything physical, all the, the, the physical aspects of, what, of, of what, how, we, how, how we naturally are. So he, if you think about this, uh, though it seems deep, it's really actually very simple. Um, and it's, it really helps us understand very well the way the Torah breaks up the mitzvahs of, that a man is um, commanded in and the mitzvahs that a woman is commanded. Uh, it, 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 I don't have time now to go into it, but you can think about it on your own. It, it really helps translate all that into a very meaningful difference. And um, the, the relationship between Sarah and Avram and what Sarah accomplished and what Avram accomplished is, is just so much to understand based on this. And it's true that, practically speaking, Avram was the face, so to speak, of Judaism. Uh, he was the one who taught the masses, he was the related, he spoke to the kings, he spoke to the leaders. But what was the source? What was the power? What was the fuel of that energy, of that dignity? The heart. The heart rules all. The strength came from Sarimenu. Sarah's power and leadership were conducted in the privacy of her home. But the strength of the heart and body, and the mitzvahs, they're perf- performed by Hatznei Alechas, but that's the essence of that strength. So ultimately, Sarah is Sarah al-Hakal. So when to answer the question, we said, why isn't a reason given for Sarah's name? The answer is because it's the same reason. It's the reason of Avram's name, which is he's the Av and he's the father of all the nations. But what, whereas by Avram Avinu, that was the outside and that was the, 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 the publicized purpose where he taught Tyre and he taught Hashem's existence, Sarah was the same strength. It was the strength of that. She was the Sarah Al-Khal. She was the true leader of all because she provided that energy, that fuel, that panemius that was necessary to create that that power of Tyra, but it was Sarah. It was not. It was not uh, explained, and it was not publicized because it's Batsnei Alechas. That's that's what creates that strength. It's a power of the lave within the person's heart. A person's that a Jew's strength is primarily from his heart, from his devotion to to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Sarah fueled and energized Avram Avinu and created a holy heart for all future generations of Jews by practicing the mitzvahs and overcoming all physical boundaries. That's the depth of the name Sarah. Like I said, there's a lot to think about here and there's a lot of depth and there's a lot of simplicity as well. And I just thought it was just a beautiful insight into the meaning of the name of, uh, of Sarah Menu. Have a good night and a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you.